Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode, a very fine episode of AMB Sports Media, the podcast. My name is AJ. And I am Bill. And welcome to a new episode. I uh, I just woke up. You did. I was here at 7 o'clock, like we said. I went downstairs and started setting up. Mm-hmm. 7.05, I text him like, hey, I'm downstairs. I assumed he was taking a shit or something. 7.10 rolls by, I call him, no response, and I go upstairs. Sure enough, he's snoozing away. Fun fact, as soon as he opened the door, I was calling him back, and I had my glasses off, so I, I just saw a figure walking into my room. A little yep. terrifying. Skinwalkers. <laughs> as, soon, as, soon as, as soon as you wake up, but... Evil, evil skinwalkers. Hey, we're here. Um... But we do have a, it, this is probably, this more, is the greatest more, episode of all time. It's a very, very special episode. I am excited. Why, why is this, Bill? We, and I'm sorry for my voice already, but we have an email. I am so excited for this entire moment of my life. It is so exciting. I'm thrilled beyond belief <laughs> because... I've been complaining for what, 12, 13, 14, 15 episodes? This is uh, number 17. Oh, and now it's finally happening. Ladies and gentlemen, we had one fan that liked us enough that's given us an email. <laughs> we got an email. Let's sink in. And we're done with that. Yep. Alrighty. Because that's probably enough for me to get copyrighted. But anyway. I didn't even think of that. Me neither. Um, okay, so this email comes from. I'm not gonna give him his full email. I almost did that by accident. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You're, we're not getting an email ever again. First and last. Uh, first and last initial. Matt G. We know this person personally. He does watch this show every single day or every single time it gets released. So we appreciate you, Matt. And you gave us a bunch of questions. A good. We're amount. gonna try to go through most of them. Um, but if we run out of time on this segment, then we'll go on to it another day. The discussion topics we'll keep for another day as well. Okay. Number one. If you could choose one Philadelphia sports organization to win their respective championship within their next season, which would it be? The Phillies. I feel like that would be a very simple answer for you because it's baseball and you love baseball. We were so close. It I was, know. It was such an experience last year of Red October that literally we didn't have for, like, decades. Yeah. So for us to, like, go back, especially within the next year or two, and, and actually smack it out of the park and get a, uh, a World Series under our and belt. another parade. It would be lovely. Yep. And I've already given up on the Sixers, and the Flyers disappointed me, so... If, Phillies, it's uh, it's on the Phillies, and the Eagles. Eagles are like they're they're so strong right now. I don't have to worry about. Yeah, that. Yeah, Eagles. I was literally sitting there going, they're the one team I would not want not want to win, but I'm like I'm not worried about them yeah. winning a Super Bowl within the next couple years. Exactly. And the same thing goes with me for the Phillies. I think in the next couple years, if the way they're playing now, they're picking themselves back up. Except the one game against the Dodgers, God help us. Um, they are still, you know, playing well. I can see them getting into the playoffs, maybe in the World Series again. Yeah. Sixers, same thing. I think the new coaching will help us out. I think we'll see the Sixers in the playoffs, maybe in the finals within the next couple years. Yeah. The Flyers, not so much. Um, and that's the team I actually want to be in there next year, just so we can finally have good hockey again in Philadelphia. 
And the only reason why I didn't say the Union, because I did forget about them. I'm sorry. I'm still getting used to you guys being around. You guys were in the finals last year. You're fine. But the Flyers, if they were to win the Stanley Cup this year, like on their rebuild um, season. Uh, Philly would be unbearable. It would be. Philly would be We would be unstoppable. It would be fantastic. I would be elated if we won. I was thinking about that. Maybe, Maybe because I haven't been to a hockey game in now more than over a year. You Maybe my when answer, I had season tickets. My my answer might change. Like if I go back in and like you know they give me some hope, but right now just it is ba- hard to have baseball hope for and Phillies are my favorite Philly team. I want them to to win within those like that that time frame. But any I, I kind of re- rethinking about it. Flyers playoff hockey back in the day like. It was, it was a, good. Yeah, like middle school to the high school. For yeah, because we had that was that was peak. It was peak hockey for Flyers. We yeah. had great games going to games or great series going to game seven. You would stay up way too late at night because the games oh, go yeah. on forever. There was I think it was against Pittsburgh the one year. May have been Boston. I remember it was black and yellow. Sorry, which year it was. We went to game seven, but I was like, I have to go to sleep. I have to wake up early the next morning. I just hear my dad downstairs losing his shit <laughs> to the game. And my dad's not a um, a cheering person. He doesn't cheer, like, scream, like, yeah. yeah. He does what I would call the attentive clap. He would, get, like, he gets in the zone, sees what happens, sees the moment, <laughs> right then and there. Every single time. I forget the exact year Ooh, that... Really. <laughs> I forget the exact time that... Um... Because I, I know there was two very distinctive um, playoff series in my mind, and it mm-hmm. was it was one against Boston when we came back. I think that and, was the one I'm thinking. And of. It, and just like we, I'm pretty sure that's when we went to the, to the Stanley Cup. We didn't win it that year, obviously. But if it wasn't that year, it was either the next year. Or the, I can't remember if it was the same year or not, but it was against the the Penguins too. Yeah. That Penguins playoff mm. series where it was Drew versus Crosby the mm. whole time. Yeah. That was my favorite series of Flyers of, of any hockey I ever watched in my life. And I've always wanted that again, but it's, it hasn't been. Exactly. So I will say the greatest game of hockey, though, that I got to watch, and I wasn't even. I watched the whole, the whole game. It's one game Winter Classic, Flyers yeah. versus Penguins outside at the link. They came back from a three to one deficit in overtime, and it was fan fucking tastic to watch. Oh yeah, that was the pure embodiment of hockey. You were there. We were at a Central Taco and Tequila. Yep, um, that was towards the end of like I'll say the, that was the, that the end of it. Rate. That was yeah. like when you you would think you, they would keep going, but that's when they started to de- um, downfall. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a clear like end range mm-hmm. type. type it game. was, it was, it was the moment where you're like, oh, they're coming back, and then reality is like, oh, they're shitting the bed. Yeah, exactly. So. That is a shame, but that is a great first question. Um, so I'm going to move on to number three. I'm going to mm-hmm. change it up. Just to stay with Philadelphia specifically, though, like about the teams. Outside mm-hmm. of Philly sports teams, what teams do you enjoy watching or even supporting as a second favorite? See, I was thinking about this. Um, a good amount of time that... I've been watching like any sort of, of football. Mm-hmm. It's and I'm I'm sorry, Austin. You're gonna hate me for this, but it's it's been the Bills I root for. Yeah, no, Bills are a great team to root for too. They're an overall good team. 
usually, usually when Eagles fans are like, if we get out and the Bills are still in, most Eagle fans go right to the Bills because we do enjoy the camaraderie of the tailgates that we have. Yeah. We have that same type of culture, and that's what draws us to the Bills. Yeah, they're they're the closest team, like comparatively when it comes to culture. Yeah, it, yes. it would be the Bills. And I don't I don't know when it started, but like for some reason, like Bills and Eagles fans just like slowly kind of were. Or at least the Eagles side of it, where yeah. like slowly like, wow, go Bills. <laughs> yeah, go Bills. It's usually how that goes. For me, it's actually the Golden Knights uh, for hockey. That's a good one. And that's because when they first came out, I knew it was a money team. Obviously, Vegas created their freaking sports dynasty yeah. with that alone. And the first year they get on there, they get into – the uh, playoffs, and I think into the Stanley Cup, if I remember correctly. Um, but I was just watching them, and they made it Vegas style. They had theatrics. They had a whole thing when they were playing against Winnipeg. A Golden Knight come out and cut the Winnipeg Jet in half. Oh, it was lit. If you watch Ooh. it on YouTube, it is lit. Um, and overall, they were able to balance a couple different things. They were able to uh, balance the Vegas entertainment, mm -hmm. the power of a good sports team. But more importantly, they got whoever lives in Vegas, the actual citizens of Las Vegas, not the tourists, to become fans of their hockey team. Yeah. Unlike, I hate to say it, like Arizona's Coyotes that, again, they're both in the heat, but unfortunately Arizona um, doesn't get the really have a fans. They're getting ready to sell the stadium. It's almost yeah. over. Where Vegas... They doubled down on it. Yeah, it's near the strip, so obviously tourists come in. But they also do what they do for other uh, like for other Vegas um, shows. They have tickets just for uh, Vegas citizens, mm -hmm. so then they can get you know into their uh, stadium, see it for a reasonable price, and you know support their team. Yeah. Originally, everyone's like, "Oh, it's just a money team." No, it's a fucking legit team. And guess what? During the Stanley Cup again against the Panthers right now. And so a little fun fact too. My friend, uh, he's not a big gambler, but he started with two dollars. He started with two dollars. Three to one right now. He would just bet the whole. He mm -hmm. he bet two dollars. I think he won like we'll just say five or six. Yeah. Then that five or six he bet on and whatever that whatever the winnings was. He he's mm -hmm. things on. It's only thirty five dollars, but. Starting from two on your sixth trade, yeah, that's not Why too not? bad. And right now, today, he he put his thirty-five dollars on the Vegas Knights, as you should, because that's a good move. They're currently three to one in the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. uh, games tonight at eight o'clock, which yeah. the uh, the NHL actually did it a very good way of like all the um, the expansion teams. Yes. They were like everyone choose specific players that you are not allowed. They're not allowed to draft, and then the new expansion team would draft from that pool. Of exactly, players. and it worked though. They got a good, well, respectably powerful team. Yep, and they showed off. They yeah. had great coaching from the beginning. Yeah, again, Vegas has the money to do this. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do with Oakland when they show up? Or sorry, Oakland, the A's when they show up? Who knows? Maybe they'll actually turn them around and get a World Series eventually. The A's. Yeah, the A's. Oh, that's right. A's that's are right. going that's to Oakland. Right. That's right. Uh, no, well, they're already in a... It's, it's Sorry, Oakland. Vegas. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Vegas. Well, and it's funny that you should say, segue into that. I was going to say they're probably my, my favorite baseball team to watch outside the of the Phillies. And it hurts me because they are the worst team statistically this year. But they have also... It's just like, you know, Phillies in June, somehow, like, the athletics are kind of like, 
they're starting to like pop off. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, uh oh, it's just like a, a it's got a money ball feel to it. So mm-hmm. like the past few games have been really interesting. They're on a six game win streak. Sixteen? Six. Oh six. Six. Oh my god. I mean they, they imagine a sixteen. I mean that I forget how I think it was like twenty yeah, something. Yeah, it was a good number. It was in the twenties though. Yeah, so I'm so uh, I'm excited for it. And Moneyball honestly is probably one of my top five movies of all time. Very biased on it because of baseball and Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. But yeah. The the athletics are are they were always a fun team to kind of like be my my secondary. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good team. Not this year. It's been uh been brutal for for Phillies and athletics. It is. You know who actually got me um a little bit. I gave. I want to give them a little bit of a shout out. Just even though it's not directly regarding this question, I don't support them, but I loved their social media. Tennessee Titans. Why? Did you see the TikTok? Regarding um, them going around um, Tennessee, asking fans of other t- um, other teams' names. No, it is the funniest thing you'll ever see. I highly recommend looking it up because you will get a kick out of it. Because they get it all wrong. It's all wrong answers. It's their schedule release. Oh no, I did see that. Yeah, I did. So see like that. Jacksonville yeah. was Chester Cheeto. Yeah, and then the Indianapolis Colts was the Cowboys, <laughs> and then Houston Texans was the Cowboys. Everybody was the Cowboys, and that made me. I was like, all right, Tennessee. If anything happens to the Bills and Eagles, I will watch you. Yeah, and that's where I'm leaving you. You're at third place. I mean, they're they're like uh, outside the Saints because I I just I can't stand the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, they. They're another team that the Eagles just fleece a lot. Yeah, I um, agree. But so you said the 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 Tennessee like social media, but yeah, one of my favorite things like who's it it's not like a Phillies thing, it's actually a Braves thing. It's, his name is Blooper. Mm-hmm. So it's it's think literally think of gritty, but for baseball. Ah, okay. He, he for so family friendly. His, his pinned tweet is "I do love moms." Oh, give you an idea of it, Never but. Mind. So he's he's kind of like a very big like um not like I wouldn't say mean but he's traditionally like literally just the gritty for baseball yeah um and he just he just shit talks he does everything he actually is he told the MLB he was like hey listen like put me in the game and they're like oh maybe but I would highly give uh if anyone really wants to have a good giggle sometimes uh look up blooper the, the that's Braves. a good one yeah so he's he's a fun one great questions great questions great questions here, great questions all right next question uh, I'm gonna skip number four just because it's kind of like the first question that we said mm-hmm. um I'm gonna say five actually for, I kind of I kind of want to do four let's yeah. do four them would you rather see two Philadelphia teams win a championship over the next three to four years or see the U.S. men's national soccer team win the World Cup when North America hosts in 2026? I know my answer, but, do you, but what's yours? Now, I had to reread the question because that last bit right? changes everything. Yep. When the World Cup shows up in North America in 2026, mm-hmm. that changes my answer to them. Yep. And that... and. A lot of people would rather see you know their local sports team win, nope. but that's pure pride, spite, and pure Americanism. Eagle screeching right then and there mm-hmm. because we're not the biggest soccer like dynasty that there is out there in the world. We would be able to defeat the European teams, and then we do it on our home turf. You know the one where we call football a completely different sport. I would be so down because then I would be able to shit talk on it forever and ever. Well, I, I'm on the exact same boat with you. The only other aspect is that 
one of the, the cities hosting mm. the World Cup is Philly at Lincoln Financial Field. That would be a fun game to go to. Exactly. Or a fun so event to go to. Imagine all these 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 Europeans, these South Americans <laughs> meeting South Philadelphians. Like, we're we're going to bring our kids to the nope. Z- to the to the World Cup. No. We're going to spend hard-earned money and no. going to be excited. And they get to Philly and they just hear the most degenerate fan base that is loving. But you gotta deal with the shit talking. Worst of all, you gotta deal with just Americanism, 100%. American patriotism at its finest. Yeah, USA chants all around, hot dogs being thrown. Yeah, because that's a new thing apparently with Philadelphia fans. Everyone will think that uh, they're upset, but in reality, they're actually having the time of their they, lives. We are screaming our heads off, bloody murder with alcohol um, everywhere, doing keg stands if somebody does bring a keg, beer pong, beer ball. Fucking every game that there is, every child is gonna be like, "Mom, what does fuck mean?" Bro, it's like the uh, the Canadian uh, robot that. Oh that my came god, Hitchbot! Yeah, yeah Hitchbot Hitch shows up to Philly, and then Philly dismantles it. Yep, that World Cup here we come. So that's that's why I wanted to talk I about agree. that because that, no, that would that be would good. be fun. I forgot it's coming in 2026. That's three years away to go buy tickets. Though mm-hmm. I did Gold Cup the one year, and it was unfortunately it was supposed to be. Uh, the if U.S. won their previous game, it would have been U.S. versus Mexico. Yeah, that would have been a fucking bonanza of a time. Yep, they lost. Yep. So it was Mexico versus I think Paraguay, and it was yep. like, eh, it was fun. But I, I, did, I was like, all right, I'm gonna just be you know be a Mexico fan. I don't give a shit. They yeah. were fun, but if we can get that energy again of U.S. versus like, if we can get Lincoln Financial against uh for U.S. and Mexico. Or my preferred one, U.S. versus the U.K. Oh, that I will spend every single dollar on because I will show up as Uncle No, not as Uncle Sam, as Paul Revere, yelling the British, the are, British coming, are coming, throwing tea bags, <laughs> losing my shit, yelling taxation without representation. Oh, I love that. I want this to happen now. Oh I, God. Oh, me. this makes me more excited for twenty twenty six. Um. Oh, God, I'll be 30. I know. You'll be 30. I'll be 32. Bitch, you're old. What? 31. There you go. Whatever. Well, actually, eh, me. No, I, I think, yeah, I think you would be 31. I'd be 30, mm-hmm. so. Um, okay, I'm going to. No, wait, you'd be 30. I, I'd actually be 29. I'm 28 right point. now. Yeah. So, depending when that is. I'm 27. That's three years from now, so I'd be 31. But I, I wouldn't be. Actually, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. 30. Math. Whoops. Um, I'm going to make this one. Yeah, let's just keep going at this point. Fuck it. We're, we're having fun with it. Uh, say you received billions, billions with a B, uh, of dollars and had to invest in one Philadelphia sports team. Which would you choose? Um, I would, I would, I would put majority of my money into an esports team. It's not a bad move. Bring back the Philadelphia Fusion. Uh, not them specifically, but... Yeah, I probably wouldn't do Overwatch or League. Mm-hmm. Um, it, would, it would have to be something... CSGO? Probably CSGO, because it, it's about to have a resurgence with CSGO, too. True. Um, and that's just that's just constantly a good one. Like, that is a good game. That always brings in about 100,000 viewers every big event uh, that goes on. Yeah. I mean, the... And that's not even the main event, too. That's like every single day of watching. Yeah, which would be nuts. But just having an esports center in Philly would be 
They were building one too. They, That's a they shame. Were, but then COVID happened. Yeah, and they said no. The Philadelphia Fusion majority of the team stayed in Korea. Yeah. So they're not going to build a whole stadium until everything is done. And by then, yeah, the that team was just relocated to uh, <coughs> to Seoul, and now they're not Philadelphia Fusion anymore. Yeah, it's a shame. But I would definitely do that. I was thinking maybe league, but leagues, nah. leagues, and if this nah. was two years ago, I would yeah. probably do league. Not but now. Not anymore. League's in such a shitty state. Which, by the way, they're they're still they're still going. They're they're they got their uh, season back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a whole ordeal. That's all, yeah. But because I wouldn't I wouldn't really put it into the Phillies. I wouldn't really put it into the Eagles. I wouldn't put it into the Sixers, and I wouldn't put it into the Flyers. They you know, all are, are pretty you, decently wealthy teams. You know where I would put it? The Union. Yep. There you go. And you know why? Why? I'd move that fucking stadium closer. I want the stadium out of Westchester and in the same area as, uh, what's it called? Where would you put it? I don't fucking know. Um, I'd put it around, at least close enough to where people would go. It wouldn't. That's I, true. Like, I hate to say it. It's the only one of the biggest factors on why I don't go to Union games as often. Because Westchester is like a 45, you know, minute drive away. It's a hike. It is. Especially if you're going to do tailgating and a whole day yeah. of soccer and everything like that. That's... It's I fun agree. as hell, but it, it is that, a hike. Or I freaking buy part, since I have billions of dollars, I buy freaking part of Lincoln Financial Field out so I can then host soccer games there. And because it's on, they're on split L- different seasons. Lori would never agree to that. Lori is going to get billions of dollars. He, he may agree ne- with that. He's already got billions of dollars. And, and he now he can have it. double the billions of dollars. No, he would, he's going to keep that at Eagles 100%. We'll see. But we'll see when I we'll when, see. I, when I get billions of dollars, I would ask Jeffrey Lori, be like, "Hey, here's like you know five bill," because he said billions. It didn't say it said billions with the plural, so I don't know. And let us host. Let's move the Philadelphia um, Union here. Here's five bill. Go nuts. I'll take care of the rest with the other two bill that I have. Ew. Dota two's the number one uh, awarding like prize money for esports. Sounds horrible. Then it goes Fortnite. Yeah. Then it goes CSGO, then League of Legends. So I, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably still go with CSGO. Yeah, it's your smart Um Oh, Rainbow Six Siege would be a, n- a nutty one. Yeah, it would be. Get into that. I agree. All right, there's two more questions. One's going to be quick because it's just me talking. And the last one, this is a good question that just came up. Um, and then, actually, we got might as well do question oh. five. We might as well do them all. But anyway... Number seven, for me specifically, if you could have any past or present UFC fighters match up in a fight while both in their prime, which two fighters would you choose and who would win? I don't know about who, like on who would win, but in their prime, I would want big country Roy Nelson, the biggest, fattest son of a bitch that you saw in the heavyweight division. Versus Tai Tuivasa of the heavyweight division. That is the ultimate fight to the death, swang and bang, knockout fest that would happen. Both were are elite strikers in their own right. Both have the most absolute fuck you power that there is. Both are big, and I mean big fucking men. It would be a hell of a fight to have done. I honestly think Roy would win because he has probably the better chin than Ty. But Ty has been getting more technical, so I could see Ty winning. So I'm going to say, I don't know. 
but I would love to see that fight happen. Unfortunately, Roy's way too old, and Ty currently is coming off another concussion, so we're going to let him rest. I um, actually have an answer for this one. Do you? Um, this, this is the, the, the OGs. I had to actually... Uh, I saw you searching. I had I had to look up the, the one because I forgot his name, even though he was probably my favorite way back in the day. Good old uh, good old Chuck. Chuck, Chuck Liddell. Mm-hmm. I don't. I forget the exact like you know uh, weights that they light were heavyweight. in. Heavyweight. He was light heavyweight, and I forget which one this was. This guy was in Anderson Silva. Middleweight. Yeah, I don't know. If that would have been good, right? Because Anderson Silva was in on, prime. That would have been in, a very good fight, right? I agree. That's a very good pick. See, if 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 those two were still around, I'd probably watch UFC a lot more. Yeah, unfortunately, they're old and don't fight anymore. Well, didn't Anderson Silva like get really injured his last? Yeah, fight? one of his last. Fo- no, he fought after I think too. Okay, but I know yeah, he, he was towards the end of he, his career he, anyway. He ch- uh, somebody he tried to like kick somebody and it was like literally snapped in half. Yeah, that's what it was. It was horrible. Same thing with this other guy who's coming back recently. His name's Chris Weidman. Uh, he used to be a very prominent UFC fighter. Did the same thing to this guy, Uriah Hall, who was also a very renowned UFC fighter due to his uh, crazy-as-fuck knockout on uh, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Chris Weidman went for a kick. Hall checked it. The, literally, the leg went whoop all the way around it. It was yeah. disgusting. Um, number eight, actually. What the last question, or one of the last questions that we got. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to save the fifth question for last. Um, but number eight. If you could pick one car uh, brand manufacturer from the United States to compete in F1, which would it be? I'm looking at the brands right now to see if it's already. It's not. It's okay. not. Who do you th- Who do you have? Um, I got I I got two in mind, and I have the logos in my head. I'm forgetting their names, um, but it's none of these. Okay, but I just want to let you know. Versace's one. It's. No, I'm not doing Versace. I actually want, because this came up over the weekend, yeah. too. Um, I think it is, if I'm correct, yep, Chevy. I want Ooh. Chevy. And here's why. Last or This weekend, there was a race called Le Mans. Yeah. It is a 24-hour race, and they have hypercars, like prototypes, all these crazy shit. I was going to say, wasn't there a movie a little bit? I go about Ford versus Ferrari on yes, Le Mans. That's what, yeah. yeah, that's what Le Mans. So, with this specific one, you have Chevy bringing NASCAR to the, um, what's it called? They brought Chevy, or, I'm sorry, they brought NASCAR to the Le Mans race. Yeah. They brought a legit NASCAR that everyone thinks, oh, only can make a left turn. Get in here. And while it wasn't perfect, it held its own past other hypercars. All of this crazy shit. So I think Chevy, down the line, if they wanted to get into it, they have a chance. Now, that's more of the long-distance one. The other option is Porsche, too. Porsche has always been in consideration for... Uh, yeah, I never understood why Porsche never was in... It's expensive. Uh, that's true. Um, Porsche could be an option, too, but I would love to see Formula One get done by Chevy to see if they can get that raw... NASCAR power into the Formula One car and just make it run and loud like a V8 engine. Oh, they would. I I tried the... Thank you. Um, I would... You know, I got two. I'll go... This this one, you've you've persuaded me to say this. I'll just say Ford. 
Yeah. Another good old Ford versus Ferrari, but this time, this time, this time F1 and for all the rich people. Yeah. Um, Yeehaw. Yeah. And then a uh, second one, I, th- I'm going to say a bank, Bank of America. Ah, throw all the money at the problem. Throw all the money at the problem, and in Bank of America, especially like in Formula One, good yeah. old, I'm, I'd root for America every time. It. Makes sense. I like that question a lot. Um, next one, we have two more questions. That's it. Um, if you could, if you had to choose one professional athlete from all of Philadelphia teams to be represented as the physical embodiment of Philly, who would it be? Huh. I I thought about this. I have the wrong answer already. What's the wrong answer? Gritty. That's not a professional athlete. I know, but that is the right (laughs) answer to me. Technically, he could be considered a professional athlete because he has done zip lining, ice skating, runs around the stadiums doing stunts and everything. Second degree murder. Yeah. Grand larceny, grand theft auto. Buried a body. So, you know what? It's pretty. Gritty's an athlete to me. Gritty, yeah. He's a professional mascot, he's an entertainer. That's what sports is. You've entertained me. I have to say. The the two <laughs> So I'm torn. I'm 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 actually ready. really torn. Because um, my first two choices off the bat are like Bryce Harper or Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Those are the easiest answers. But I have to say the, the sleepers would be like a Brandon Graham. Yeah. Or um Cassianos. I got another one too. Who? Nick Foles. Oh, but yeah, he's not the embodiment he, of Philadelphia. No, but he has the schlong to represent he's, he's Philadelphia. He's got the nickname for Philadelphia. Yes, he does. He showed up and pulled Philadelphia Big out of the gutters. Nick, Nick, BDN. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would probably have to go with one of the like Harper's got that that ferocity of 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 just like any like. Philadelphian, yeah, like he he'll go to bat for his whole team, and he's he's not going to let like any any shit that like kind of slide. Um, but Hertz is just the like the embodiment of just like the culture of Philly too. So yeah, like, it's really hard to choose either one. Um, but Bryce Hertz, Bryce Hertz, <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Harper. Jaylen, um, actually, Jalen Harper sounds a lot better. Let's go with that. Uh, actually, I'm gonna go with an old, old one. Uh, Chase Utley. Ah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go with Chase Utley. I'd see now I'm torn again. Chase Utley. Or, um, uh, I wouldn't say McCoy. Nah, I love McCoy, but it definitely wasn't him. Nah, but, yeah, I'm gonna go with Chase Utley, world fucking champion. There you baby. go. There you go. All right, last question from Matt G today. They're good. Um. Where does Philly rank amongst the popular sports cities such as New York and Boston? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think unbiasedly. Me too. Because I, th- I think we're a better sports city than both. I do too. And the big reason why I think we are very high up when it comes to a sports city, mm-hmm. other fans know Philly fans. And they in know a, in, in any way possible. And it's never a positive thing. No. It's usually, hey, I was threatened at the last game. I'm like, did you wear your jersey? Yeah, there's your fucking problem. Or my favorite is the Philly fans are just such a holes. Yes. And as I start giggling, because I know exactly where they're going to go with it. Yes. They're, they got they got hurt at a, at a tailgate. They got they probably did. And the thing is. That is a representation of all of us, and I will say that to my heart's content. Mm-hmm. If you fight back with us, though, you become our friend. It's like weird. Like the Vikings yeah. fans that yeah. we met. 
They were cool people. <laughs> they were cool. They, they started shit talking back. And man. one of them was like six. Yeah, he and was, had some great jokes. He was roasting our one friend. He was. Yes, he was. And the him. parents were cool with it though, because we made sure even with the parents too. Like, yeah, we're being loud, obnoxious, but at the same time, we're like, hey, if it's just too much, yeah, it's all in good fun. Let us know. It's and they were like, no, no, nah, nah, you're messing with them in the right way. Let them learn. Exactly. And then, the, then he cracked the one joke. I can't say back. And I was, <laughs> like, I was like, all right, well, I, that was great. <laughs> this is where I sit back and just watch, yep, apparently. And this is where I'm crying while my friend is stunned. See, because the main issue is that New York is just so well known around the world just mm-hmm. because it's New York. Yeah. I think it's the most overrated. Yes. Um, Specifically for the tourism that it is. I was going to say specifically for the Yankees, though. Yeah, exactly. Because if you think about it, you got Buffalo, the Giants, and the Jets for football. That's so spread out, though, even though the Giants and the Jets are right next to each other. Yeah. When it comes to football, when you think of New York sports teams, though, you don't think of those three. The Rangers or or the soccer team. Sorry, you think, yeah. You think the Yankees. You think Yankees... Or Giants. Yeah, the Giants would be the next best, mm-hmm. but the Yankees is number one. Because realistically, I would say in in recent years, Philly is, has passed Boston. I agree, because Philly teams overall are doing well. Yeah. Um, whereas Boston, yes, you have the Celtics that are doing better than us in, the, in you know, playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And the Boston Bruins are also doing very well as, as well. But that's yeah. it, though. Because New England, when you have the Patriots... It's not just Boston there, though. You are encompassing the entire New England area, yeah. including potentially some parts of New York, too, yeah. depending what region you're in, too. So that one to me, I don't want to say Boston is just a New England city, like a Pat city. I think that one can be a little bit more open. Um, but you know what I actually find nuts, though? And it, I, this was a good seg- a little bit of a <clears throat> excuse me, segue. Denver won the... Um, Denver won the NBA Finals. Which, I have not hit a goddamn bet all year. I know you didn't. All friggin' year. And I was really hoping... I, I, I'm i pissed that it didn't let me bet the Heat against the Celtics. That was... That, that was, was the one that you should have. I, I wanted to, and it wouldn't let me. But, yeah. god damn it. But, Denver's not a big sports team like town. They're winter sports mo- mostly. You got the Rockies. You got the Nuggets. That's really all I know. I don't even know if they have a hockey team. Um, but with them winning, know. though, that's obviously huge. That's going to bring up, you know, the crowd. You do have other big – you have one big sports team for a lot of other places, too. Like, you have the Lakers. You have um, – that's fine. Uh, but I don't think Los Angeles really gives a shit about baseball otherwise, though. Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, Dodgers. Never you mind. got Dodgers and uh, uh, the I'm blanking. Padres. Angels. Angels. No, yeah. Padres or San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, California has a lot too. But again, they're spread out. Where I feel like because Philadelphia though has all their sports teams close-ish, including the Union. Forty-five minutes isn't bad. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm saying that in the sense of driving. I'm still not going to do it, but. Your four major sports teams are all within the city. That's the biggest thing. That's the winner, though. That is. <clears throat> so I looked up um, major pro sports team ranked by market size. And this is as of 2022. Okay. Um, 
Number one, obviously New York City, like we would assume. Number yes. two, Los Angeles. Okay. Number three, Chicago. Makes sense. And this this surprised me. Number four, Philadelphia. That doesn't surprise me though. I well, I, when I see it, I'm like that makes sense, but I didn't expect them to be this high. Yeah. So out of the top four, the I. It makes sense against New York, Los Angeles. Chicago's the only one. <clears throat> Actually, no, Chicago. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Chicago makes sense in its own right because the Chicago Bulls for years were, you know, dominant team. You had oh, Michael yeah. Jordan. The Blackhawks are also a very good hockey team as well. Yep. You had um, the Bears be good for a, yes. a good amount of time, too. The Cubs, even though they suck, they have a diehard fan base. They, they, yeah, they broke, within the, the past decade, they finally broke the, uh, exactly. the, the, the curse. World Series uh, yeah. drought. So. so, I understand why Chicago's ahead of us. If anything, if that were flip-flopped, it would make sense, too, to me. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Number five is Dallas. Screw you, Cowboys. Yeah, go fuck off, Dallas. <laughs> um, and then that makes sense. Those three above make sense. I, I can agree to that. Um, Yeah, I, the only one I would say that would like truly be a South is just New York, just because like yeah. the, the, the amount number of, of people. The though. amount of money in New York, too. Yeah. Is absurd. Also true. Um, Give it that. And big shout out to Chicago Bears, like that. Yeah, like ever since the the double doink, us and the Bears have consistently been like, we'll we'll beat this team for you, just yeah. so you can like you know move on and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So nah, it's, it's a fun little camaraderie. That is very had. true. Um, but yeah, shout out Matt for those questions. Yeah, I didn't expect us great, to to, to roll through all of them. I figured we had but some it was it was fun. Yeah, it was no, a good. Was it work. was good. So if anyone else has questions, please remember to email us at Bill and AJ Media. At gmail.com. Yes. Matt's the first one. Keep it going. A big shout out to Matt. Big shout out to Matt. Otherwise, we're going to roll into today in sports history real quick. Woo. Um, there's some horse racing already going on. Aha. And this has Philadelphia in it. Hell yeah. 1890 U.S. National Championship Women's Tennis. Philadelphia Cricket Club. Ellen Roosevelt beats defending champion Bertha Townsend. Oh, Bertha. Six to two, six to two. That is such a fucking 1800s names. I love it. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Some with golf in 1895. British opens men's golf. St. Andrews, Englishman J.H. Taylor retains title, beats Sandy Hurd of Scotland by four shots. I feel like that should have said strokes, but whatever. Some more. Oh, there is not much going on today. Um, Giants future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Christy Math- uh, Mathewson throws his second no-hitter, beating the Chicago Cubs. 1-0. Nice. And then last one, 1908. Canadian champion Tommy Burns knocks out Bill Squires of Australia in eighth round at newly bowling palace Paris uh, to retain world heavyweight title. That is quite literally it. There's some weddings going on. But that's really about it. Oh, Michael Phelps got married today. Neat. Okay. Hey, congrats. Moving on, you do have some F1 this weekend coming up on June 18th, uh, Sunday, June 18th at 2 p.m. So you got a nice afternoon episode of The Watch. This is the Canadian Grand Prix. Not really too much going on. A lot of the racers now, it's basically with Max, <clears throat> excuse me, with Max winning Another race. Basically, the driver's championship's in the bag for him. Nothing much left to do. Now it's basically coming down to what is everyone going to do now after this season? Who's going where? Whose contract's leaving? Who's fucking getting out? The big ones are Sergio Perez, 
And now it's also looking like Carlos Sainz under some speculation to leave, too. Because hmm. Ferrari's been fucking up. So who knows what's going to happen there. Also, again, McLaren, you're fucking up, too. So we'll see what happens. The other thing that's coming up is as Sergio leaves, you have Yuki Sonoda and another um, racer coming in for AlphaTauri, which is Red Bull's junior team, basically. Who would take the spot? I don't think Yuki could handle the Red Bull car, but we'll see. Otherwise, the last little bit that I have, I actually nope, wanna, hold on. I want to bring some up because this is it's 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 about the um, athletics. Um, it's it's actually kind of a developing story. Oh, yeah. So throughout the season, obviously there was uh, talk that the A's were going to um, pretty much move to to Vegas and become a Vegas team, right? A lot of the fans were not happy about it, so they kind of did like a, a boycott. So they 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 kind of like were saying, uh, "Don't sell the team, like you know, get this guy out of here," all that kind of stuff, um, and kind of like boycotting the games a little bit. And it, it it definitely showed because you know the revenue was down, yeah, uh, the team wasn't doing too well. But now they're kind of doing a reverse boycott. So what they're doing is a whole bunch of fans. It's it's literally today they're a, a whole bunch of them. I think around like. 7,000 of them are wearing shirts called Sell. And what they're saying is we, we want the owner of the A's to sell the A's and stay in Oakland. And so uh, that they want they want the, the guy's name is Fisher. They want him yeah. out. And they have like 7,000 people all doing the exact same thing. So this will definitely be national television. There's at least attraction, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was one, there's one guy. He, he wants uh, John Fisher is a Banana Republic dictator. Keep the A's in Oakland. So... I, I mean, yeah, if the Oakland if the A's leave Oakland, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Poor Billy Bean. He really wants to win one here too. So Yeah. But I a lot of the, the imagine if they did any of the shit in Philadelphia. Like they were like, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move this team to Las Vegas. Imagine the rides. Did you ever see I saw it on Facebook a few times already now? Mm-hmm. The it it's not actually happening, I wanna make that clear. But there was like a redesign of the Eagles logo. Um, that some artist put out. Yeah, and a lot. It's not good. No, it's <laughs> terrible. So surprisingly, too, she did a lot of redesigns in general, and yeah. they're all really good. But this one's just not it. Yeah, it wasn't for us, and no. we made it well known. Exactly. <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> time to get into my favorite segment, and AJ's least favorite segment. I can nap. Yes, you can. <laughs> UFC. We're gonna make this one pretty quick because there's only. There was a fight, a big event last week, UFC 289, and then we have the fight night, Vittori versus Cannoneer. UFC 289, Nunes versus Aldana. We're going to go through this real quick, but the big thing, though, was this was taking place in <clears throat> Vancouver of Canada. So, usually when those international cards happen, they stack the card with, you know, whatever uh, nationality they're at. Yeah. So, in this case, was Canada. There was, if I remember correctly, 11 fighters from Canada, and I'm double-checking. One, two, skip, three, four, five, five. Okay, there was only five from Canada. But the good news is every single Canadian won. Really? Every single Canadian that was on the card won their fight. Granted, some were via decision, some were knockout, um... Or was he a submission? Nope, nope, it was a knockout, so good for them. But, yeah, Canadians rejoice. Your GSP was uh, gave you a good blessing. 
Godspeed. Yep, and he got it there. Um, well done. Specifically, well done, Mike Mallott. He was the uh, crowd favorite for UFC, uh, for Canadians to show up. Beautiful submission in the second round. Um, one fighter I do want to note because I love his nickname because normally he's right. His name's Dan uh, Ige. His nickname for the like fights is called 50K because if you get a performance at a night or anything like that, you get 50K. Hey. Usually he's a highlight reel. Okay. This time he wasn't, though, so no. he, didn't, he didn't get 50K. Sorry, Dan. Otherwise, let's go to the co-main because this was a big one. I actually got the bet wrong this time, which I tried to warn a friend. I'm sorry, Wilson, about it. I even tried to tell you about the bet, too, AJ. Yeah, but I was out and about, and thank God I was out thank and about. Thank God you didn't do it. I would have lost money, too. Charles Oliveira versus Benelli Darnish. This is a lightweight. This is the lightweight title eliminator fight. So whoever wins will be fighting Islam Makhchev, most likely in October, in Abu Dhabi. Um, the way I saw this fight was originally going to be a decision fight. I thought Charles would win because I know people were writing off Charles as, you know, he got beat up by Islam real quickly. Another great wrestler like Manelli can do the same. Um, and I said, nah, I think this is going to be a close fight. Probably going to the, um, to the finish or to this, sorry, to decision because I also knew if anybody would want him to win, it would be the UFC via the judges. So I was like, all right, I'm going to put put the plus 750 on decision. The counter of this whole thing is um, Charles is a BJJ expert. Benelli is a wrestling specialist. Yeah. When you have two people that are incredibly good on the ground, striking comes out instead, which... In the first round, at 4 minutes and 10 seconds, Charles won via KO because he head-kicked him and then beat the ever-living shit out of him. So, Charles wins. Charles gets to take the chance back for his belt. This will be a good fight against Islam again because Charles now has really just like a fucking blaze. And he now speaks English! Because he's a Brazilian fighter, he used to only speak Portuguese. Now he's starting to speak English. It's great. People understand that he's ready to go instead of, you know, he's, hearing the subtitles. He's he's progressing. He is progressing. He's progressing. Honestly, it's been noted that if you start speaking English, you get a bigger fan base. Because obviously most of the... Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, the yeah. other one that came up, women's bantamweight title bout, Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana. I did not really bring this up last week just because I knew what was going to happen. And I was right. Five rounds, Amanda Nunes won. Hooray. At the end of it, though, Amanda Nunes finally retired. The greatest of all time for women's mixed martial arts is done. I don't blame her. She's tired. It's getting old. She's getting old, too. She can live her life in absolute luxury now and, you know, be cool. The only reason why she didn't retire earlier is because she lost to uh, Juliana Pena. And was like, I'm not fucking going out like this. Yeah. So she came back, beat the shit out of her. Speaking of which, Juliana Pena is pissed that she retired because there's no third fight for a trilogy. Uh, well, sometimes, you know, <clears throat> things just aren't going to have closure like that. Nope. And that is what it is. So regarding the women's UFC now, the big thing is what's going to happen to some of the uh, rankings. So the number one thing, just to note, there was a women's flyweight, or sorry, featherweight division that was held by Ananda Nunes. Originally, that was when, like, Chris Cyborg was still around. Like, a very different era. 
That's been over. That's being disbanded. That's done. So all that's left is going to be the bantamweights, the flyweights, and the strawweights. So what's going to happen? I have no idea. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with the bantamweight section. Will Juliana Pena fight again for the belt? Probably. Who will she fight? Maybe Holly Holm because she's back on a whim streak. Ooh. Or maybe Raquel Pennington because she's also on a hot streak as well. So maybe we'll see. Maybe Holly will regain the belt. <coughs> Otherwise, flyweight and strawweight really won't be touched. The only thing that I can see happen is Valentina Shevchenko move up a weight class to former flyweight champion and uh, fight for the bantamweight title. That's a possibility. And then she could also be a dual, uh, dual champ. I don't know. I don't really follow the women's MMA as much in the UFC. Yeah. I'm more interested in one uh, one championships, women's Muay Thai and mixed martial arts because their shit is wild. Otherwise, though, moving on to next week for UFC, we have the UFC fight night. Marvin Vittori versus Jared Cannonier, Saturday on June 17th at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. At the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, not too much going on on this card regarding ranked fighters. If you know fighters, you know them. Like Jimmy Flick, I'm bringing him back up just because I saw him before. Good for him to fight again. I don't know how he's going to go. But really when it comes to uh, the prelims, the only other name that I do remember uh, largely is uh, Muslim uh Salikov who lost to the leech and I and he lost his rank because of that so this is him really trying to get back into the rankings so we'll see how that goes otherwise though the really the only big names that are on here are Armin Tuskayan who just recently lost he's another lightweight um who's gonna be fighting now uh Joaquin Silva I'm hoping I did that one right I don't know Joaquin it sounds right but, so that's him defending his number eight um, in lightweight division. I don't know anything about this fight. I know Armin's a wrestler. It should be a good one to f watch just in general. But I really just want to talk about the main event. The middleweights. Marvin Vittori, ranked number three, the Italian Dream. Versus Jared Cannonier, number four, the Killer Gorilla. Both of them. Oh, no, actually, Marvin's on a win streak, um, or, or won his last fight. Jarrett's coming off his loss from the title fight against, uh, oh, no, wait. I think Jarrett actually fought, nope, I'm sorry. Jarrett fought one more time after he lost his uh, fight against Israel and beat Sean Strickland. So both are coming off wins. This basically will just determine, I think, whoever loses the championship fight after Whitaker and Driscus do police fight. Um, so basically, that's where it's at. Because right now, the problem with the middleweight division is everybody in the top five of the uh, middleweight division has lost to Israel Adesanya. Um, and Izzy is currently, you know, holding it down. Yeah. Pereira, he's moving up to 205. Whitaker... Lost to Izzy twice already. Vittori, lost to Izzy twice already. Cannoneer, just lost to Izzy. Paulo Costa, lost to Izzy. <clears throat> Driscus Duplice is ranked sixth. If he beats Whitaker, he's the only one that has not a chance. I'm saying more, is the only one that's new blood for Izzy to deal with. So we'll see. 
So going back to the fight, Marvin's a big grappler. He's very strong. He's working on his Muay Thai though. So his striking's getting there. He also has a thicker skull than a redwood tree. Um, he's just overall durable. Jarrett, though, he has literally the definition of fuck you power. He's built like a goddamn tank and will just throw like blow your face off. With a last name like Cannoneer, I would hope so. He does have cannons. Cannoneer has cannons. Both are powerful. Both are strong. I could see, though, Jarrett falling off the, um, with cardio. So, if anything, I would take Marvin by decision. But if you had to do a knockout, I would put it on Cannoneer by knockout. Okay. Because, yes, Marvin has a thick skull, but we've seen it cracking more and more. I think Jared would be the one to knock him out. All right. But otherwise, that is really all I have at the moment regarding UFC. I don't have anything regarding boxing right now. I may, depending on if there's more bouts that come up, there's a boxing event going on under Borgata on July 8th. I Ooh. may go. Ooh. If you want to go, AJ, let me know. Maybe. I mean, it's at the Borgata, so there's gambling involved. There is gambling involved. I'm trying to see how much good old Cannon would, would be on a knockout. Oh, I can look it up right now. You can? Yeah. All right. That would be ideal. Yeah, that I way you. I can let you know if a Bill's bad bet is, is, coming. is what AJ is going to do. Yeah, that's fair. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Sorry, I'm just... Um, but again, Keep big going. big shout out to Matt for those questions. Yeah, that honestly that made kind of really fun. the day. It really Thank did. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. Woke up from a nap right into uh, some really... Well thought out questions too, and then yeah. we, we also have discussions that we're definitely going to keep. Yeah, um, probably for the next episode or two or three or whatever. Who's who knows? But yeah, because yeah, I, well, I I didn't really have a good amount of, of stuff to go off of anyway, just because I'll I'll be in Bonnaroo. Yes, if anyone's going to be in Bonnaroo, and I have a wedding know. this weekend, and I won't return until Wednesday. Exactly. So I, next weekend we will be off. Yep. Unfortunately, but it is. What it is. Um, let's see. All right. Unfortunately, because the fight's still too far out, there's no KO uh, lines yet. Well, is there any money lines? Money line straight up right now is minus 115 for Vittori, minus 105 for Cannoneer. That's pretty close. Okay, so yeah. a knockout's probably not going to be as high. I think the knockout will be higher as the as the day gets closer. I think you'll be all right. All right, sweet. Well, then I'll, I'll you know what I'll, I'll announce now. That'll be my bad bet mm-hmm. for yeah. knockout. Jared but. for knockout. Yep, it's a good one. Um, but again, please, 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 if you guys have any questions, uh, any topics that you want us to answer, please reach out to us at BillAndAJMedia at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, also reach out to our Twitter at ABSportsMedia. Again, my name's AJ. And I am Bill. And thanks for giving us a gander. Adios. Bye. Gambling has become a problem for you or for someone you know, please call 1-800-GAMBLER to seek free, confidential, 24-7 problem gambling assistance. You can also text SUPPORT to 53342 to get more information about problem gambling behavior.